Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Broadcasting on every AM and FM station around the world. Except all of them. (laughs) All of them except all of them. (laughs) This is the Growing in Grace podcast that you will find online at growingingrace.org. I'm Joel, along with Mike. It's the Breeze Man and the Gap, talking about the love of God, the righteousness of God, uh, which is something that, well, we certainly could never attain to in and of ourselves, uh, but something that we've been gifted with. We'll talk a little bit about that this week, and well, we'll see how Mr. Kapler's doing first, though. Did you ever think, Joel that we might be doing this thing that we're doing here right now with the podcast and reaching more people than you and I ever did doing Christian radio, either on AM or FM. (laughs) (laughs) I I just, I never would have thought about that. I was thinking about that actually this week. Um, I had to kind of turn somebody down this week. Somebody had uh, asked me through email, a church out in California, if we were interested in selling the growingingrace.org domain to them uh, because they've started a a radio program called Growing in Grace through their church. And I said, you know, in response, I mean, I felt bad about it, but yet I, I thought to myself, we've been doing this for 13 years. We've got tens of thousands of downloads each week. Um, in our listeners' minds, growingingrace.org is well-established, so I couldn't do that. But anyway, as I was going through this thought process in my head, I, I thought to myself, my goodness, I never would have thought, you know, because we were doing, you know, speaking of AM radio, you and I were uh, part of an AM radio station, and uh, it became FM as well for a period of time. And we really just, it was just a local, a part of Iowa, um, maybe reached up into southern Minnesota, you know, relatively small audience compared to a lot of radio stations. And then here we are doing this podcast where we're uh, getting out around the world. I, I just, from this introvert who never would have imagined himself in front of a microphone anyway, <laughs> it, it just amazes me what the Lord has done over the years. Yeah, it's it's funny how you can sometimes, sometimes take a look back and, and see the path that got you to where you are. And then you kind of start putting things together and say, oh, okay, now I I see how that happened or how this happened. And it's just interesting that you you may not even recognize God's hand being involved in certain things in your life while you're going through it. But hindsight, looking in the rearview mirror, and then you say, ah, okay, it happens Mm -hmm. if we look for it. And uh, we're glad you're with us, growingingrace.org. We're going to keep that, right, Joel? We're going to keep it for now. <laughs> <laughs> Did they offer you big bucks or anything? <laughs> yeah, a million dollars. No, just kidding. No, no, he, double it. Double it. Okay, yeah, that's what I should do. Now, he said, really, they don't really have the budget for, you know, he was just kind of hoping. But I did tell him, I said, nowadays, there are basically thousands of domains that a person could have. I mean, um, I forget what the technical word is, but there's dot online, there's dot church, there's dot this and that. There's all kinds of uh, ways that they could go. So I encourage them to to go that way. Uh, just find a growing in grace with a different dot, something after it. There you go. There you go. 
following up on our program from last week where we talked a little bit about our identity and kind of becoming alive to, to righteousness, for those of you who aren't really familiar with our program, when you hear us say something like that, coming alive to righteousness, if you're the typical Christian, or from any other religion for that matter, probably the first thing that would pop into your head is we need to start trying harder to live in a way that is righteous. We need to do more things. We need to live for God. Those are the kinds of thoughts that might start running into your head. So I'm going to have you put on the brakes there for just a minute on on all of that, because when I say, you know, uh, coming alive to righteousness, I'm not talking about what we do or our performance. And so we're, we're going to elaborate a little bit more on that. And this is a really important thing. I was pointing out to Joel just before we started broadcasting for this program that uh, our very first Growing in Grace podcast, which, by the way, can be found at growingingrace.org. .org. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was many years ago, but the subject was on righteousness, uh, God's righteousness in us, how it's been revealed in us through the gift that came through Jesus Christ. And probably, the I'm assuming, the, the crux of our broadcast back at that time was Romans 1, 16 and 17. The righteousness of God has been revealed in the gospel. You know, it's, it's a really important thing for us to understand, as we've been talking about many, many times in recent years, about the two primary covenants in the Bible. The old covenant given to Israel the new covenant now that we abide in, in Christ. It's important because, you know, some people just think of the Bible as the Bible. It's all true. It's really all meant for us, you know, and, and so we kind of mix up the two covenants, and they were never meant to be mixed up because the old one came to an end, the old covenant. It was put aside, and it was replaced with something new and better that would be established upon better promises. I know a while back, Joel, we were talking about, you know, kind of summarizing the scripture and something got mentioned about the Psalms. I happened to bop onto Psalm 119 this morning. You know, just it's one of the longest Psalms, but just in, within that Psalm 119, I think it's something like more than 50 times you will find the word law and commandments. And it's written from the perspective of somebody who is under that first covenant trying to adhere to the law, trying to follow the commandments, even making claims that they were. But it was really a, a bit more of a venting session and a frustration of not being able to do it. If you're going to approach the Bible in that way, where it's just all one big book that was meant for you uh, without rightly dividing it, you're going to jump into something like that, Psalm 119. There are other examples out there. And you're going to think that this was meant for you as part of your prayer and part of your life, when in fact, it wasn't. It was written from somebody from the perspective of the first covenant. That doesn't mean that we throw it away. Uh, it doesn't mean that we disregard it. We just look at it from the proper perspective. Well, we need to be able to do the same thing with our identity in Christ. And I want to get Joel in here, but I'm, I'm just trying to set the stage a little bit because it's important for us to understand. And I know that we're programmed. Religion has programmed us to try harder instead of resting. Religion has programmed us to start trying to do all the stuff in order to somehow further our spirituality in some way, shape, or form. Joel, I, I can remember, as we've talked about in the past, when I was a, a young Christian, early in life, 
I, I thought if I could just read my Bible more, if I could pray more, if I could pray longer, if I could get more people saved, go out and share the gospel more, if I could go to church more and be more dedicated, if I could do all of these things, if I could even love better, all of these things I thought were tied into my identity. And if I could do these things, I would become more acceptable, more holy, more righteous, uh, and just positioned better in my relationship with God. And I had it turned inside out. Yeah, and I think that's the thing in the church today, you know, going with the the foundation that you're setting there, the psalmist, David, who wrote most of the psalms and others who wrote the psalms, when they, they kind of made their boast in the law, I will keep your commandments, you know, I will meditate on your precepts day and night, I will do it. That was kind of the mindset. And the Apostle Paul, before he was the Apostle Paul, when he was the Pharisee Saul, he had that same kind of mindset. And as the Apostle Paul, he, he wrote, here's what I used to think. I had confidence in my flesh, in my keeping of the law. And if you read Philippians 3, he talks about how he was so confident that he was of the stock of Israel, circumcised the eighth day. All these things concerning the law of Pharisee, concerning the righteousness which is in the law, blameless, he considered himself. But what Paul went on to say, and here's where we need in the church to disconnect, again, like you're saying, we're not throwing out the Psalms, we're not throwing out the Old Testament scriptures, we're not doing that, we're putting them in their proper place like Paul did. Paul had lived as a Pharisee of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews. He had lived under the law. And here's what he said. He himself said, these things were gained to me, but I had to count them loss so that I could have Christ. I have counted these things lost for Christ. Uh, he says he counts them all as rubbish, as dung, so that he may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. And he went on to say some other things here, but that's really, really the crux of the gospel here. This is what it's about. Not my own righteousness, not what I can do. I may think, man, I'm I can perform so well. I can do awesome and wonderful things. But I have to say, you know, if I'm in those shoes, I, I have to say, I have to count all that as loss and dung because it's not about me and what I do. It's not about me meditating upon the law. It's not about me and how well I can perform the commandments of God. It's about this righteousness, which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. It's his very own righteousness. That's the only hope that I have. There is absolutely no other righteousness other than the righteousness of God. If it's my righteousness, it's filthy rags. That's what Isaiah said in Isaiah 64. Think about it. And don't lose sight of this, because it was nearly 25 years ago for us where we started hearing this message of faith-based righteousness and this uh, abounding grace that we've been enveloped by. Uh, nearly that long ago, some of these things that we're talking about were so fresh and so new. And you know what I told Joel earlier? I think we're just... We grace people. We're, we're just scratching the surface on what was accomplished for us at the cross, including gaining a, a greater understanding of, of who we are in Christ as it's been inherited freely 
as God gave it to us. And when you stop and think about it here for just a minute, there is absolutely nothing I can do. Even some of those things I mentioned earlier, and there are many more that you could add to the list, doing any of those things doesn't make me more righteous. It doesn't make me more holy. It doesn't make me more acceptable because I'm already as righteous and holy and as accepted as I can ever be. Uh, wrapped up in the arms of God's grace through the finished work of Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean that we have our act completely together here on earth or our lifestyle is perfect, but we have been perfected in him. And as we grow in our understanding of this new identity, it's going to change the way that we, we move about in this life. Again, as we mentioned last week, grace empowers us. Grace empowers us, not the rules, the law, and the commandments. Yeah, I mean, that's right. And unfortunately, in, in most of the church, and again, just as we like to always emphasize, we're not against the church, but a lot of teaching in the church has unfortunately caused a lot of stress in people, needless stress, and in some cases, Various types of uh, mental illness, uh, depression, even having to turn to medication and, and other things. And it, all the result of things that they've heard in church. And it's sad, but we'll talk a little bit about that next week and try to share a perspective on that when the church kind of misses the gospel target and starts teaching all this other legalistic stuff. We'll share a bit about that next week right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.